0: that's the Mm -hmm. conversation you have is I want to be your cash buyer. I want you to bring me deals. I want them to be off market. And if you're talking to people at a brokerage meeting, if you're talking to people over lunch, if you're finding it with your, with people that are in your database, literally send them this email. Do you have any properties you want to cash offer on and send it to your database Mm -hmm. and see who responds and let me give them a cash offer. You know, that's, that's just getting creative, but it all comes down to proactively having conversations. If you're quiet all day waiting for business, you're going to get crushed. It's not going to work. Yep. You gotta be loud. You this thing this thing should be like dead twice a day. You know what I mean? You should get one of those giant battery packs or hook it to, you know, some cord because yep. you're you're pounding it all day. And I'm telling you, if you do that, you literally cannot lose. You literally only win. It's undefeated. Yep. It's absolutely undefeated.
1: What's up, y'all? Trevor here with Carrots. Uh, Once again, coming at you from my home, not really office. It's going to be a home office here in a little bit. And I've got an amazing guest I'm going to introduce you guys to. Many of you will already know uh, know Brent after I introduce you. But we're about three weeks in right now into the whole coronavirus uh, stuff. And so we will talk about what we're both seeing in in the market um, as an investor. and, And a lot of it can relate to agents. We'll relate some stuff to agents as well. Um, but the reason I'm bringing Brent on here is he's got some expertise that are insanely valuable, especially for right now, but uh, for any market. And uh, we're going to talk about what those are, what they're seeing uh, to close deals. And right before I hit record, this will be something really, really cool that I want you guys to all key in on here. Mindset stuff. As he said, he said they're still closing more deals than ever right now. Okay, in the mm-hmm. middle of when a lot of people are pulling back, or a number of people are pulling back, and and they have this negative doom and gloom mindset of, well, shoot, no one's buying houses. Our data does not show that our data shows it, it's it's still happening happening a lot now there might be some things you need to shift and adjust which we're going to talk about some of those things in this call so i welcome on the carrot cast of mr brent daniels hey everybody i am excited this
0: is a true honor i know that your audience is incredible you have uh the whole the whole matrix right you've got people just starting out in it and you've got people that are doing millions and millions and millions. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, this is it this, this is exciting for me to be on here. Uh I really appreciate it Trevor and uh I'm I'm let's let's get going. Let's get going fast. I think I think just real quick, I think it's important when you said, you know, we're doing more deals than ever. You know, that that's kind of like a broad term and we're going to see that a lot coming up over the next few weeks, months of people saying, "Oh, nothing stops me. I'm an, I'm invincible." An and I'm, I'm making more money now than ever well let's peel it back a little bit what mm-hmm. a, and, and give you some real numbers something that you can sink your teeth into and that is typically in my business we would get about 40 to 45 leads per week Okay. Right now, over the last three weeks, we've been getting ninety leads mm-hmm. per week. Okay, so just from that standpoint, it is doubling our opportunities uh, to to have these conversations and to get in front of distressed property owners. And I think that's going to get more and more and more. Um, so it's not just like kind of like a um, you know a broad term of you know we're we're doing more business. It's like literally tangible. I mean, yep. it's literally right there. Now, what I will say is this. What I will say is no longer are we selling deals that we shouldn't, mm-hmm. right? Yep. No longer are we um, uh, squeaking by on thin deals and and relying on a really robust cash buyer database. Now more than ever, we are reaching out to our cash buyers and, 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 and we specialize in wholesaling. So let me just mm-hmm. let everybody know that. I don't do any flipping. I mean, I try not to, um, but this is just from a wholesale standpoint, but the, um, Right now, more than ever, we're reaching out to our cash buyers and we're asking them a couple really important questions. One of those is, do you buy property sight unseen? Mm. Okay. Yep. I think that's such a fantastic question to ask any of your cash buyers. And the second question is, what do we need to provide you so that you can make a, a smart answer, a smart mm. decision? Mm. right? And so that's where we're starting all of our conversations with, with our cash buyers. And then from there, what we're doing is we are catering, we are catering these, um, uh, catering our, our lists and our efforts, our proactive efforts towards going after what the cash buyers are looking for right now. Cool. Because all the looky-loos, all the people that were kind of joint venturing and, and doing a lot of wholesaling that way are are slipping away and only the real legitimate big boy, big women uh, not big women, big big lady. Whatever. I I don't know if I could do that. right. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, all the big buyers are are sticking around, and they're going to take advantage. And all the people that are just kind of on the outs, uh, or just trying to make things happen and juggle things, uh, mm-hmm. are gone. And it's it, it's been outstanding.
1: Yep. And dude, so I'm I'm gonna kind of cover one thing there and then we'll kind of step back a little bit and, and give people a a bigger insight of, of who you are, what your business is, where you came from and and how people can go and deploy things that are working in your business in a big way. So one one thing that you'd mentioned there is kind of some of those people on the fringes are likely going to be peeled away from the market, right? Where uh, I I was on a call right before this with a newer, a bunch of newer investors. Now here's the thing. If you're a newer investor listening to this is, is number one, this is not a time to be scared and say, I'm going to wait for three months to figure out if I want to get into real estate. Right now is an amazing time. Now, you're going to have to do things a little bit different, right? You're not going to be able to possibly walk up to that seller and shake their hand right now uh, if you're in a market where, it because of the coronavirus, there, there's stay-at-home orders. So that's going to have to be adjusted. Um, but here's the deal, y'all. What we're finding in our data as well is the searches are not dropping? Like we looked in our data for uh, for for traffic to our motivated seller sites. What does it look like with motivated sellers and buyers? as it has the demand gone down? Now, when when things first started, there was about a ten percent softening. That picked back up about two weeks later. What we did find, though, this is really important because this is where uh, especially newer investors would get discouraged right now. And if you have this data edge, then you're going to be able to plow through that and, and gain an advantage. And if you're an experienced investor or agent. This is where you, you can continue your marketing and actually double down on your marketing where a lot of other people don't have the right data and they're stopping their marketing, which is going to kill their pipeline for months, is in yep. our data, we were seeing that there's you know, a sub-10% softening in seller searches the past two to three weeks, but about a 20 to 25% drop in the conversion of the website. Literally, it was like overnight, the small drop over time. It was like literally, as soon as all the stay-at-home orders put in place in California and Oregon and all across, uh, is like March 14th or 15th or something like that it went like this. Now here's the deal. That was only a 20, 30% drop. There's still hundreds of thousands of of people searching per month. There's still tens of thousands of seller leads coming through our system. And this is the important part of it. The demand is still there. People are still searching for a solution, but as soon as the stay at home orders kicked in place, a percentage of them, okay, a smaller percentage of them are saying, I know I have a problem, but I'm not sure how to solve this right now since I don't want to have someone in my house. I'm not sure how to solve this right now since I don't know if I can actually move next week or not, even if I sold it quickly. And so yeah. you you're you might see you might see some of your cold calls or direct mail or PPC have a slightly lower conversion rate uh, than before, but it's not that they don't want it. You need to build more rapport and give them education content and make them feel comfortable with the process of still working with you uh, over, over this time. So this is an amazing time to get in. So you're also seeing some, less experienced people pull back, which means there's less clutter in the market for sure. Yep. yeah, Love it. So let's, let's give people some context. So, uh, who are you and, and how did you, how did you get into real estate? I know you've got the, the shirt TTP, uh, on front of, which I want everyone to know what that is, but let's kind of, yep. let's give people the cliff notes. how did you get into real estate, man? What were you doing before that? And then how did you really start to see success with cold calling, especially?
0: Yeah. So, uh, 2003, <laughs> 2003, I read the, uh, you know, the rich dad, poor dad. And, mm-hmm. um, that just exploded inside my brain and it was always a, you know, reading that book was, it, it was interesting. It was, uh, it was all the thoughts that I had in my head about what, you know, life would be like if it was awesome. Like mm-hmm. as an adult, like I was just getting out of college. Um, uh, I graduated in 2004, got my real estate license in 2004 and then just started my real estate journey that way. I always mm. wanted to be a real estate investor. I always liked the idea of passive cash flow or buying assets. Um, and so I got excited about real estate and I thought, well, if you get excited about real estate, you have to get your real estate license. Mm. So I got my real estate license and did that for a while and I've done everything, you know, but leading up to the um, to the meltdown of 2008 I was being a real estate agent I was fixing and flipping I was uh, buying properties at the foreclosure auctions or the Mm -hmm. trustee sales as they're called here in Phoenix I'm based in Phoenix I've done my business here in Phoenix and so over the years over the last 16 years done uh, you know, over a quarter billion in, in, in total volume mm-hmm. of sales, uh, thousands of deals. And um, I really fell in love with wholesaling um, in about 2012. What I was doing, Trevor, is after the crash, I was really, really, uh, I got wiped out. I was really stupid before that. I thought I was real smart and I would buy properties with loans that you could get for like no qualifications at the time. And so I closed on five properties, uh, lost a business, got divorced, the whole thing, and uh, was kind of scratching and clawing to get out of it. 2011 I find out that I'm gonna have a son so I'm like okay I better I better clean up my my act here so I started really just pushing 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 and I didn't have a budget but I knew that if I could get to, in front of somebody or if I could get them on the phone I was gonna be able to to provide an income for the family yeah so I just started at the time I was being a real estate agent and I was cold calling on expired and canceled listings and for sale by owners and I was doing pretty well but it's, it was really just soul draining. It was a lot of work. You have as an agent, you have a new boss every other week, you know, whether it be a seller or buyer, you're running around town, it, it's just really exhausting. So what I started doing is I started door knocking and I was door knocking just specific neighborhoods. Um, I, this is before the the days of skip tracing. Yeah. This is before you phone numbers for everything. Yeah. Uh, from what I thought, um, and so I um, I, I was just door knocking, and I, I I came across a gal. Uh, she didn't want to sell her house, but she was a caretaker for the house down the street. Hmm. And so she gave me the, she she went inside. She said, "Let me get the um, let me get permission from the owner and see if you she if she'd accept a call from you hmm. and an offer." So I was like, okay. So she came back, she gave me the slip of paper, the phone number, I called, and I got my first deal. Now at that time, I was being a real estate agent. I brought this to my cash buyer, hmm. right? It was a it was a guy that was doing fix and flips in the area. I was like, this is great. Will you pay me three percent? He's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> and then so I um I, I, I put him on the contract, we go to closing, I'm making sure, I'm looking at the settlement statement, I'm making sure that my commission's on there, looks good, but, that, but at the top of it, the buyer's not my buyer, the buyer's some other buyer, oh, and yeah. down at the bottom of the, the settlement statement is a $40,000, what's called assignment fee. Hmm. And I was like, well, what the hell is an assignment fee, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this is how I learned what wholesaling was, what assigning contracts was. And so I did three of those for $92,000 worth of assignments for this guy hmm. and finally figured out what wholesaling was. And that changed everything for me. Hmm. I, have a, I have a really simple philosophy, which is TTP, which means talk to people. Hmm. I, the, the foundation of the wholesaling business Uh, in my opinion is to source real estate opportunities. Mm. That's what we do. We source real estate opportunities. And the key to that is consistent quality conversations with distressed property owners. Mm. I'm telling you, if if that's all you do at the end of the day, week, month, year, that's the only question that you have to answer is, did I have enough quality conversations with distressed property owners to hit my financial goals? That's it. That's what the whole business comes down to. Now you can either prospect for it by door knocking or cold calling, or you can market for it through pay-per-click, through uh, Facebook, through direct mail, through bandit signs, whatever. So people need to decide what do you want to do? Do you want to have a mix of them or do you want to do one or the other? Hmm. If you're just starting out, my suggestion is do one or the other, the one that, that you feel you're most comfortable with. Not everybody wants the cold call. Yep. Not everybody wants the door knock and people have some Budgets to be able to buy the carrot website, get deals coming in, start start the momentum. So it just depends on where you're at. But I always push people to be as proactive as possible uh, and keep as much money as possible.
1: Dude, so there's there's a couple of amazing things there. So first of all, um, one of the things I always guide people to do is anytime you're listening to someone for advice ideally find someone who has been through a cycle a full cycle oh yeah um, and Brent's been through a full cycle uh, he's seen the up run he's seen the down he's seen the, the next up and what what are you uh, kind of putting on the spot here but uh, you've, yeah. got, you've already been prepared for this I know but what 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 have you what are you looking at right now as far as how you're preparing your business for whatever is coming next now the coronavirus stuff might be kind of that Black Swan that might accelerate things. It might only have a blip, then it might bounce back. None of us know yet. But as far as us being at the tail end of a 12-year uh, bull market, are you preparing yeah. anything in your business to move forward in the next year or two differently than you were doing the last? Hundred percent. First,
0: first of all, um, just just from a like a uh, uh, personal finance side, and, and I'll just briefly touch on this. Mm-hmm. I buy everything cash. Yep. I pay off all pay it off all personal debts. I buy uh, any investment properties and good uh, school districts that I know are going to be um, that, that that are going to survive, whatever. And I buy it cash because I don't want to worry about it because of that crash, because yep. of foreclosing, because of losing everything. And I really, you know, I read a lot, and I read a lot of these autobiographies or, or biographies or whatever about people in the early 1900s that make a fortune and now the family's broke. Hmm. And every single time, it's because they leverage. Every single time, it's because they leverage on something. So uh, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to build a base, so that's just a little tip there for everybody so I think that paying off your personal debt first and then start investing is the way that I would suggest that you go but and we're gonna see more of that if this goes on longer mm-hmm. um, but but I, I will say is now more than ever your cash buyers mean everything to your business mm-hmm. we have had such a, a, a huge um, runway here uh, that that uh, of of getting deals and throwing them out there and people buying them whether they're just doing their first flip or they're trying to build a portfolio or whatever those people are gonna go away the longer that this happens yeah. right there's not gonna be as much money out there so what I saw in 08 09 was more houses sold in Maricopa County in the county that I'm at in the, in 2008 to 2010 than ever before hmm. right Houses sell. So what I'm doing right now is I'm getting real cozy to the actual cash buyers. I'm getting real cozy and understanding what they're really looking for, and I'm adding those people to my database. I'm, I'm I'm making sure that we're 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 staying focused. We're we're getting we're pulling the data on everybody that's closing deals, cash multiple deals cash, and we're, we're, we're picking up the phone, we're having conversations with them, and we're adding them to the database. So I think the longer this goes, the more your cash buyer database is really, 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 really gonna make a difference between uh, um, success and failure.
1: Dude, so you mentioned it here a little bit, I wanna make sure to highlight this, because people, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man, building the, the relationship with cash buyers, Um, if you, you have private lenders continue to solidify those relationships, especially right now, um, and make those cash buyers really, or those, those cash buyers and private lenders really comfortable uh, to know that this guy's got a plan. Like he, he, he's preparing for things. I've got some strategies I've talked about in some of our videos recently, how you can do that. But what, what are, what are, what are those first steps you would have someone, do you kind of briefly mentioned it there, but to, to start to build that cash buyer list, like step one, step two, step three kind of thing that they can move. Away
0: from. Well, there's, there, there's a couple different things. I mean, um, if you've got a relationship, what, what I would do, if you're like brand, if I were to just start brand new, say I go to your market and I'm like, okay, I need to find somebody. I would join, um, whatever fix and flip groups are on Facebook. Right and I would go to the meetups, and I would ask the question, which title company, or are, are you a closing attorney, title company, closing doesn't matter. Who does the, the most wholesale deals? Who's the best? And I would call them up, and I would schedule a meeting to sit down with them, and I'd say, hey, listen, I'm out there every single day. I'm making cold calls to distressed property owners. I am I am like hustling up as much as possible. I need to match these opportunities up with real buyers. Who should I talk to uh, that's a real buyer? I would do that with title companies and I would do that with every private lender there is in town I would have those meetings I would be serious I'd be really intentional and I would see who's actually buying and then from there you just start building some momentum you get maybe 10 maybe fifty, maybe a hundred and then I would find somebody in the market and I would trade them lists I'd say hey listen I've vetted this list this is bananas I'd like to add more to it why don't I trade you your list for my list and now we can both grow and uh, that's what I would do I would just match up the opportunities with the people that are actually buying in town. And that's what I would do. That's if you have no resources. Yep. Now, if you get into PropStream um, or, or get into some of these other, um, that you pull like tax record data, um, however you want to pull it, maybe it's list source or something like that, and pull those cash buyers. Or maybe you have a, uh, a resource for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull those cash buyers and then just make sure you get an accurate phone number for them and try to reach out to them and have a conversation.
1: Cool. I, I love it. And, and, y'all, that's one of the big things you can be doing right now. So write that one down for sure Is is even six months we were seeing so many investors ignoring the cash buyer side of things. They're so hyper-focusing on the sellers. Y'all really push push a lot of effort in cash buyers right now. If you're a carrot member, um, spin up a cash buyer site. You know, spin up a cash buyer site, uh, start to post your properties on there. It'll show you guys are moving things, sure that there's demand. Um, we uh, actually, in, in, in Phoenix, uh, you, you know, I'm Cody uh, Sperber. They have a ton of properties on the on their buyer sites, and that's something that is really pulling in good leads for them, right? Just showing them they've got a lot of a lot of activity. Whatever you're driving your buyers over, driving to they're driving them to a site, which then gets those other buyers that aren't on your list yet in your list. So some cool stuff awesome. there, dude. So on on the seller side of things now, um, uh, TTP. Let's kind of break it down. What, yep. what does your marketing mix look like right now? I know cold calling is is uh, one of the big ones, if not still the biggest one. Uh, you're a camp yeah. member. And I just looked in there the other day, you've got some PPC. It looks like running, you're getting some leads coming through several a week. Um, and there's some things on there, man. I know you got you got a jet after this. I'm gonna reach out to you and some things that we can tweak for you and with you to get it even awesome. better for sure. But what's your marketing mix look like right now? That's uh, working, working great for you
0: cold calling is number one I mean it's never been stronger I'm telling you our contact rate has doubled and, and the leads have doubled I mean it's bananas it's absolutely but like this feels like it was 2012 before anybody was calling When I was just shooting fish in a barrel making hand-dialing calls mm. and getting deals um, because that's how I built up the whole business to where we were doing over a million We, we over the last three years we've done a million dollars in deals just from cold calling so mm. that's always it in there um, we're really experimenting and, and, and trying to figure out the right uh, mix for pay-per-click um, we get uh, the, the interesting thing about marketing that's different than prospecting is prospecting typically takes about 90 days from initial call to close mm. with marketing it's more expensive for sure but it's like now business right and that can really save a lot of people right now if they need cash flow right now or uh if they're just trying to get up and running and start building some momentum and get a heavy bank account Hmm. so uh it works i mean it it, what the deals are huge by Hmm. the way um they're just it's just not uh it's it's just super expensive in phoenix yeah it's
1: not the volume the volume either that's something I, i tell people all the time is is you can totally run an amazing business just doing online. Like Brian Rockwell in Dallas, he did 200K last month in Dallas all online. But here's the deal, your volume is gonna come from offline. Like your, your volume is gonna come from your cold calling, from your direct mail if you're doing that. Cause you're oftentimes you're activating demand. You know, there's there's the people yeah. on the fringe that aren't searching yet. They're not going to Google and searching out a solution yet. And so you're activating them. You're like, they see your direct mail piece or they, they pick up the phone. Or they see the text, like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give this guy or gal a call back. I have been thinking about it. The online yep. ones, they're actively searching for a solution. Like they, they've got, Oh yeah. Got yeah. If they of... fill out, if they
0: fill out something online, they're ready to go, man. <laughs> now, now are some of them want retail and they think it's like uh right. offer pad or open door and everything, you know, sure. But they're not buying right now. Yep. So get ready, get ready. You know what I mean? It's, it's incredible, but you got to get on those leads, right now, yep. like it, it, this has to be like, it, they're on fire. Mm-hmm. So you got to get onto those leads. I mean, what's your suggestion? Once a lead comes in from, from your site, how, how quickly should people get to them?
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if it's a call in, answer them all live for sure, like answer sure. all calls live, if you can't do that, have will yep. answer them for you. But yep. on, on the, the submit ones for sure. Under five minutes is what we suggest. Uh, we've even seen sometimes where a client says, man, I called him back nine minutes later. And they never call me back and, and yep. it, you know, spot, did it back. So so our, our best clients, they have our the text message feature turned on, uh, to where they get the text and then the phone numbers right there and they immediately tap it. Like um, RJ Bates in, in Dallas does does a ton of deals. And he's yep. he goes, The rest of the team gets the other leads and I get I, I take to my own cell phone uh, the the carrot leads because they don't get a vault in yep. there, but he's like, those ones get get answered back immediately yeah sub five minutes for sure but as quick as you can it's incredible yeah and i
0: think it's really important you know um i don't think don't don't get the ttp doesn't just mean cold calling Uh, just motivated sellers. Mm. That's certainly a a, a huge part of it, but it's also about calling up real estate agents, calling Mm -hmm. up other investors, calling up people that can send you referrals. Mm -hmm. I think this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot because there's marketing, there's prospecting, and there's referrals, and you can make a fortune if you're the guy or gal in your town that people are bringing deals Mm. to. Right. I mean, if you're the, if you're known to be able to get those deals done or you're just really loud and you're like, Hey, send me your deals, send me your deals, send me anything that's ugly, send me the worst of the worst properties that you don't want to deal with Mr. Or Mrs. Agent. Right. Then all of a sudden you've got a referral database of a hundred, 200 agents sending you, you know, any properties that they run across that their clients want to just unload because they don't want to fix it up. You're the guy. I'm telling you. I mean you 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 it it's absolutely incredible. And the 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 money you keep, the net revenue on that is incredible. Mm. Incredible.
1: You know, so, need here. to be what's that? Oh sorry, sorry, man. I want to spend a little bit of time on that for sure. Cause we have a lot of agents that listen to the care and a lot of investors. And so if if you're an investor Um, what would you, number one, are you looking for a certain type of agent, uh, or are you just kind of like getting the blank list and number two, how how would you reach out to them? Is it reaching out to them by a phone first, text, email, kind of what do you say? How how does that work front to back? I go on Zillow.
0: If you don't, well, I would go on the MLS Mm because I've got access to the MLS, but, uh, if you don't have access, go on Zillow look for the lowest priced listings in whatever zip codes you want to go after Mm -hmm. and reach out to those agents and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, I saw you listed this property. If you come across anything else, because you know, they're always the beat up ones, the ones that have fire damage or water damage or they're beat up or they got mold or whatever Mm -hmm. else, you know what I mean? They just fire sell it, but you know, you you know, what really annoys agents. What really annoys agents is getting 47 offers on a property as soon as they hit the market. Right. And then they have to go through them and then they have to filter them and then they got to put them in. And technically they're supposed to upload them for their broker to keep for a year or whatever, depending on what state you're like, it's a nightmare. How about, Hey agent, before you put it on the market, let me give you a cash offer. You keep all the commissions.
1: Mm. Yep.
0: You know what I mean? That's the Mm -hmm. conversation you have is I want to be your cash buyer. I want you to bring me deals. I want them to be off market. And if you're talking to people at a brokerage meeting, if you're talking to people over lunch, if you're finding it with your, with people that are in your database, literally send them this email. Do you have any properties you want to cash offer on and send it to your database Mm -hmm. and see who responds and let me give them a cash offer. You know, that's, that's just getting creative, but it all comes down to proactively having conversations. If you're quiet all day waiting for business, you're going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Yep. You've got to be loud you this thing, this thing should be like dead twice a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you should get one of those giant battery packs or hook it to, you know, some cord because yep. you're you're pounding it all day. And I'm telling you, if you do that, you literally cannot lose. You literally only win. It's mm-hmm. undefeated. It's yep. absolutely undefeated.
1: Dude, I, I I love it. Guys and gals, you need to write that down. Write that down and make, make that one of your action items, especially right now, right? Where if you're pulling back, and I've said this a million times, well, if you're pulling back right now and waiting for, you know, like you're using this as a vacation, that's the last thing you should be doing. You're, you're ruining your potential for your pipeline over the next two, three months. The money you make in three months is oftentimes dictated on what you're doing today. And yeah. Pull- so Brent, if, if people are going to, if people are going to to start cold calling today, I know we've had Max, uh, Maxwell here a bunch and he, he's done a t- ton of cold calling. Um, mm-hmm. but you, you teach a ton of people, right? You, you teach yep. a ton of people what you do. Uh, you're an amazing coach, yep. an amazing influencer. Yep. You have a legit amazing business. You're not just the guy who teaches it, but doesn't do it. You're a guy who does it. And now let me also teach what I do. Um, yep. and you do, there's a, you're in a huge market with tons of competition, right? So, um, what, what, are, what are the things, so we've already talked about in a lot of other spots where people can get the list. So I'll kind of toss that question your way really quick though. Kind of what's yeah. the, what are the prime lists that are working for you uh, for cold calling? And then we'll kind of dive into in a, in a few minutes what people might say on a cold call to, to break through that initial uh, barrier. With sure.
0: person. So uh,
1: tired multifamily properties, tired
0: multifamily landlords, mm-hmm. uh, people that have owned these property uh, multifamily for over 10 years. Uh, in in areas that you want are phenomenal. Uh, Vacant houses now more than ever. Mm. People don't wanna be kicking out tenants during this whole pandemic. People don't wanna be moving during this whole pandemic. So vacant properties are gold, Mm. especially if you can put on a lockbox on it and your cash buyers feel safe going there and they don't have to interact with strangers that they don't know or whatever's going on. So vacant properties, uh, tired landlord, multifamily, and vacant land. Mm. I love vacant land. Vacant land. Nobody goes after vacant land. The beautiful thing about vacant land is people either want ten times what it's worth or they want nothing. Mm-hmm. So my my little key here, just for anybody that's going to take advantage of this, get vacant land under contract, sell it to the neighbor that 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 borders it. Uh-huh, they already think it's cool. they already think it's theirs anyway. They've yep. got their boats on there They got their crap on there. Mm-hmm. Their kids play there all the time uh, So uh, they don't want to lose that so sell it to the neighbors But yeah, you, you made a really important really important point and that is don't just take this as a vacation you truly right now if you take advantage of this you're gonna be so much you're going to be so far ahead of other people or competitors or people in your marketplace that are slowing down right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be night and day. So my suggestion is make sure one, that you have a conversation with your family, whether that's your wife, whether that's your kids, whether that's, or your your spouse, whatever it is, have a conversation and say, hey, listen, I wanna take this serious and I need to time block between 11 and one every day so that I can build this business right now. Because I'm telling you, if you don't time block it make it intentional, it's never going to happen you're going to just it's going to get torpedoed by everything going on and if you prove to your family that you're actually doing stuff during the time that you say you're going to be doing stuff they're going to support you Mm -hmm. so you got to time block it and you got to have that conversation and that permission from your family to be able to, to 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 get out of the chaos. For two hours or three hours or four hours, however long that you can, and really focus in on this business, especially if you're just there and um, and and don't have too much to do right now.
1: Dude, that's that's so good. And just for sake of time, I've got one 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 more real estate related question here for you. And there yeah. there's there might be a lot of people who have tried cold calling or are doing it. Yeah. Or yeah. we'll do the same thing on the online side where someone's got a PPC campaign launched or they're starting to do SEO. They're going well. It's kind of working, kind of not. And and then we go in and we look at it. And we immediately go tweak these two things. You're going to get a way better result. So working with as many people as you are uh, on the on the wholesaling side on cold calling, what are the common kind of mistakes or things that investors are doing, wholesalers are doing wrong that you identify and go, oh, if you just tweak this in your cold calling, you're going to get a way better result. Are there any kind of common things?
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, I could go on for an hour, but uh, the number one biggest mistake I see people do is they never make any calls themselves and they hire Mm. a Filipino. Yep, It's a nightmare. Mm. Stop it. Just stop it just Mm -hmm. you're just wasting your money you're you're trying to pass it off on somebody that's paying you know that's getting four dollars an hour and you're hoping and praying that you're going to get a deal it's not going to happen i'm Mm -hmm. telling you especially now especially now that all the filipino cold uh the the call centers are closed down because they packed Uh like 200 people into these facilities Mm -hmm. so first of all i think that you should challenge yourself to have at least a thousand conversations with homeowners strangers before you hire anybody okay one it's going to make you it's going to build skills uh that you will have for the rest of your life mm. that will that, that'll bleed into every part of your life and make it more positive and make you a better communicator that's number one uh number two is people don't actively listen when they're on the phone trevor they go hey uh, i just wanted to see if you would consider an offer in your property there uh no well yes i would oh okay well how much will you take and then the the people start talking to them and they're just like totally silent on the other on the other end yeah and it sounds like an interrogation instead of a conversation and people's natural instincts in their brain builds up a force field and they're like wow this is weird and that's really the biggest issue with hiring filipinos is they they're very good They're phenomenal people, they're very kind, but they don't know how to actively listen. Uh Uh-huh, got it, yeah, sure. Oh wow, you've owned it for 10 years, that's incredible. Wow, do you have any other properties you would think about selling? You know, get into a rhythm where you're actively listening, that's huge. And then really the third one that I'll mention here um, is your tone of voice matters more than what you're saying. Mm. Your tone Mm. of voice matters. So don't go into it sitting down in a dark room with like, you know, a a fan on you and you're just like, kind of like all like a troll of some sort. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like get up, have some light, have some energy, have some authentic enthusiasm when you're making calls and you will win. And if you're actively listening, if you're taken seriously and you're consistent, listen, Everybody that I've asked, if you had enough quality conversations with distressed property owners, would you get a deal? The answer is always yes. Yep. It's yep. just whether or not you're gonna do the work. That's it, hmm. that's it. So you wanna make a million bucks? That's how you do it. I'm Dude. serious, Dude, you wanna make 100,000? That's how you do it. You wanna make 10,000 on the side? That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Have quality conversations with distressed property
1: owners. Dude, I, I, I love it. Guys and gals, there's so much gold in this episode. Um, and, and there's, there's, dude, you're, you're all over the place where people can, like in a good way, where people can find all kinds of information about you. So I've got one yep. final question. We're at, we're at the, we're at the, at the time, time mark, but, um, yep. one, one quick question, where can people find you? First of all, cause they want to dive yep. in. Where can they find you online?
0: Yeah. I've got a ton of resources at talk to people.com. So cool. the TTP talk to people.com guys, check it out. There's a ton of free resources there. Um, and Uh, Obviously, once you get in there, you're like, "Yeah, I got you," and I want to convert you into like a one-on-one student, of course, because that—that's what I love, and that's where I make the most impact. But if you want to stay in a free like zone as for the rest of your life, you can do that too. It's got enough there. You got a free wholesaling course. You got free scripts. You got free downloads. How to get cash buyers—the whole thing. So uh, check it out. Uh, And um, if you want to take it to the next level, and uh, and and join the TTP program, then all the information's in there.
1: Dude, I, I love it. And what one final question for you, man, is, is especially right now with all the news media, which I, I, I stay away from that pretty much, and just in general, there's a lot of negativity with, with the, the, the general crowd out there. What are you doing and what do you do to stay positive, man? Because you're obviously a really good, energetic, positive dude. Yeah. But what do you do on the daily to, to keep the good stuff flowing in?
0: Uh, number one is I haven't listened to music or anything in my car, unless my kids or wife are in the car. If I'm just in the car myself, For the last six years, I've been listening to podcasts or Audible. I think that's absolutely critical as you're driving around to get that good stuff in. And I really think that really good books, really good business books or inspirational books or self-development books is the plunger that plunges all this crap out of our our brain that's getting bombarded right now more than ever in human history, right? Like this is like so crazy. So I think it's absolutely – uh like a prescription that you need to read at least 10 pages of good books every single day to keep all that good stuff coming in and really you know for the most part if you're proactive you know that that's what that's what destroys all the fear and anxiety right if you're constantly in motion if you're building momentum if you're having little wins throughout the day week month uh you're gonna feel a lot more alive and you're going to feel a lot better about things. So mm-hmm. I think just being in action is the most important thing. I think boredom is when we really do stupid stuff.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> you know that what I mean? So true. So true. Yep. Well, Brent, I appreciate you coming on, dude. Uh, everybody talk to people.com. Talk to dude, That's an amazing domain, by the way. Uh, talk. To Thank people.com. you. And go follow him. Uh, what we want you guys to do. Not, is- not as good as care at.com, but hey, uh, you, you know, need to get talk. You, get, you need to get talk.com, man. You need to go after that one. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but guys, go go follow Brent. He's a carrot customer as well. He's he's the best at his craft and cold calling of anybody in the industry. He's aligned with uh, Tom Krohn Wholesale Inc. Inc. Uh, crowd, too yep. great people. So talk to people.com Brent. Appreciate that, guy to be man, guys. Just thank you. So You're back. the best. Thank you so much. Thank you, dude. Have a great week, man. See you, See brother.